0: 419511025 It's time to talk football. It's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard with Ladbrokes.com. Please gamble responsibly.
1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Another busy show for you on this Wednesday evening Speaking to us for the first time since becoming a Rangers player Jimmy Murphy says he's targeting trophies after securing his Ibrox move from Brighton Nadir Chief Cheese looking to kickstart his career in Scotland After moving on loan from Celtic to Motherwell And it's day three of our Grass Roots Week So in the second hour we're joined by former Kilmarnock and Dundee United winger Andy McLaren Who of course is better known these days For helping provide football to some of Glasgow's poorest communities I'm Joined by Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy. If you'd like to get in touch, I'm sure you know the number. But if you need a reminder, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five, or we're on Twitter at ClydeSSB. s s b. How are we both? Well, yeah, good gone, good gone. What does the transfer window mean as a Morton manager, Jim Duffy? It's perhaps not quite the glamour we see in the TV, <laughs> but I'm sure you're busy nevertheless.
2: Yeah, it's non-stop, twenty-four hours a day, getting bombarded with players left, right, and centre. Um, no, it's it's just a different world for us, mate. You know, you just have to work within the the financial parameters that you have, and th- there's no problem with that. You know, you, you deal with it and you go on with it. Um, we'll leave the uh, all the the star signings for the for the the mega clubs, and as I say that that's it's Sometimes um, it's harder, you know. For I don't mean me personally; I mean just just clubs at our level because I think everyone thinks, oh, you've got to have this kind of glamour signing, and football is is now you know. Um, Littered with with all these mega signings now, and uh, as I said, it means that the kind of we're talking a little bit grassroots guys that have come through that that kind of way. It's harder for them now because everyone wants a star signing, and even the bigger clubs now I think are, are less likely to take a punt on someone further down the line. Um, you know, to see whether they can develop them. they all want an instant an instant success, and that's that's obviously. Of course that's the, the job to have But at my level It's about developing players Looking to see if you can Impact on your team And look to see if You can get a level of success Which equates to where you are
1: well, we'll uh, thank Jim Duffy for turning his phone off for the next two hours, mm-hmm. then putting the transfer rumours to bed mm-hmm. for a couple of hours, and joining us on Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Uh, let's kick things off uh, by hearing from Jamie Murphy. The first chance we've had to hear from him since he sealed that move to Rangers. Uh, he says he's here to win trophies after the move from Brighton. The winger says his time down south has made him a much better player and insists he's joined the club at a very exciting time under Graham Murphy.
3: I'm glad to, to just join the club. You know, it was what I wanted from the start, was to join club wanted me to join, so, yeah, it was a no-brainer to, to get it done. There was a little bit where I thought it might not happen, but, yeah, you know, Rangers were, were terrific with me throughout, Andy Scolding, Mark Allen, Stuart Robertson, the manager, they were all terrific and telling me they really wanted me here and we're always confident. There was a little time where we thought it might not happen, but... Yeah, by Saturday afternoon, we we're, were pretty confident. Yeah, I was just happy, happy got the play. I'd like to think I'm a lot, I'm a lot better player. And you, you know, you, you learn things from playing in different places. I kind of worked up the hard way. I went down and started League One, done well. We were at Sheffield United, got to the Championship, right? done well there. Obviously got to the Premier League, which is what we were trying to achieve. And so that's what you want as a player to go down and achieve the kind of thing. So. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd like to think these experiences have helped me. It's very exciting. The team's done well so far this season. You know. they're looking to prove, as, as improve as well as I am as a player. So, you yeah, know, things are looking up. Uh, they were unlucky not to to win the derby game last week. They, they played really well. Uh, so yeah, thanks are looking up. everyone's looking forward to it. What are you looking to achieve when uh, the best move Jamie? To win trophies, you know, uh, that's what everyone wants to do in their career, uh, they, want to, they want to achieve things, they want to win things, uh, they want to be remembered when they do eventually go, so, you know, that's, that's what Reid is all about, is, is trying to win, and that's the biggest thing.
1: It sounds like Jimmy Murphy's still the quiet boy that he was at Motherwell, Jim Duffy. But on a more serious mm. uh, footballing note, what mm. will a couple of years in England's lower divisions, primarily, and then of course the promotion uh, to the Premier League, have done for for his football development com- compared to the player that you remember here yeah. at Motherwell?
2: Yeah, I mean he was a kind of skinny, you know, winger. You know, um, played in the left, uh, right footed, coming in, say can play off the front as well. Uh, was direct, um, you know, uh, and, a, and a little bit inconsistent. Like a lot of guys at that age and at that time, what what he's got now, I think, is real belief in his own ability. I think that to that experience has been invaluable to him. Playing against different types of players, um, the full mixture. Uh, as, he, as he mentioned there, getting into League One and going to the Championship, and then and then being part of a side uh, getting into the Premiership. Uh, I think he'll stand him uh, you know, in great stead Going forward And I think he's a terrific acquisition for Rangers I really do I think they've got him at a good age uh, And if he stays fit and healthy I think he'll be a, a really exciting player for Rangers um, As I said, because he is a player Who likes to act defenders Who likes to create And I think he will create chances And he will uh, light up the game at times um, I think Rangers still need players I think another a striker Has definitely got to be on their, their wish list And if they can get something like that Alongside him They've got the other guys Coming back Like possibly a Halloran and uh, Havaday Then if, You know The Rangers are looking A bit stronger A bit healthy And there seems to be A little bit more I know they've still been A bit inconsistent at times And I've had a few Dodgy results But there seems to be A bit more togetherness Since uh, Graham Murthy's Been officially appointed I think the players Enjoy working with him And and, uh, and everything seems to Just be settling down A little bit
1: uh, Jamie Murphy Mark quite simply Says he's here to To win trophies uh, What's the likelihood of that happening this season? Then, in, in your mind, for
4: him? Well, he's oh, hopefully he's he's fit and ready for his debut against uh, Fraserburgh uh, a week on Sunday, and that's the start of the 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 Scottish Cup. And um, you know, I'd say that's it's, it's pretty fair that it's Rangers' best chance of winning a trophy would be the Cup. It's a decent draw for them, and uh, the, the third round as they get started, and then take it uh, from there. But I think Jamie Murphy will be good for them. What I like about it, first and foremost, is he's a Rangers man. He knows the score. He knows the expectation. He knows the demands. I'm sure some of it will still come as a surprise in terms of the, the you know the day to day spotlight. But he, he's got a, he's got a good idea of what it's about, what's required, and I think that's important for Rangers just now. With all respect, your opinions of this world paying these guys fortunes has been an absolute waste of money. As was the appointment of Casinha. But we can't keep going on about that. You've got to move on. And uh, I agree with Jim. You know, Graham Muffty certainly got something about him. I think the appointment of Jimmy Nickolte's. Backroom staff uh, Without going overboard But that could turn out To be a masterstroke In terms of Rangers in in, in the bigger picture Of what they're um, They're trying to achieve And and, and taking the small steps um, To get there So all in all It'll be good as well Getting the week in Florida Get the the guys ready For for coming back And um, you know Building on the positive result of uh, the 0 nil against Celtic. Let me open this out to fans of
1: all clubs. 10 days into January, so about 10 days into the transfer window, what have you made of your team's business so far and what do you still hope to see between now and the end of the month? It's 0141 951 1025. Of course, we are on Twitter at Clyde SSP as well. Uh, John is a Rangers fan from the noon. Uh, John, we've just heard from Jamie Murphy, who's obviously a player in. Uh, yesterday, on last night's show, we talked about Carlos Pena being a, a player in the opposite direction. What have you made of your team's business so far? I think
5: they're not bad to be honest with you I just hope it goes well for them in Florida And they get to fit into the team well Having played so many games so far this season So I hope it goes well for the
1: boy Is that something Jim That I think obviously any team who goes away at this time of year That's what they're hoping to do Is get players up to speed And and get players recovering from injury And all all these types of things Jamie yeah. Murphy has not played a lot of football no. recently. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how long do you think that will take to get him up to? Well, full that, that, that's Shuttons? the thing. Is
2: John? John's right. He, you know, when he goes away, the, the first thing he'll do is settle in with the guys, get to know the way they want to play. We speak to the, the players, the management team, and it just set on in as a person first and foremost. Then he's got to get himself up to game game speed. Uh, I'm not sure if he'll play against Fraser uh when it when it comes back. I think he's one of those ones where. He might need a couple of weeks Intensive training To get him up to speed And then you know, Maybe leave him for The first game at Ibrox Or whatever to we When they should Maybe be on the front foot They will be against Fraser But it's that type of game But I think it's just getting him Up to that level And it's unfortunate For players nowadays And particularly guys like Jamie Who want to make an impact Straight away So I think he's going to be right yeah, I think if you put him in He's only 50% fit uh, you know, then you'll get you'll get fifty percent out of them, and people start doubting them straight away. So I think for a boy who's a, a a fan as well, want desperate to do well, he wants to go in there when he's ready to go, and I think I think that's important. And it's not about the first game; it's it's about the next maybe fifteen or sixteen games. And I think when he's up to speed, he definitely, for me, will definitely be an asset for Rangers.
1: Uh, John, we've obviously seen a couple of players return uh, from loam spells, the likes of uh, Andy Haldé, Michael O'Halloran. The the big one yesterday in terms of exit was was Carlos Pena, something that you were happy with, or were you one of those that would have perhaps liked to have seen um, given a, a bigger chance?
5: I think he could have done me a better chance at Rangers, but I wouldn't have taken him back after the Shorts incident and stuff like that. I mean, to me, really, it's Cushinia laughing at us in the way, taking him there, saying trading him about, saying, this guy's an amazing player, he's talking about his record at Rangers. Fair enough, he scored five goals in what he calls 12 games, but it was a few more than that. But at the end of the day, I think it's shocking what he done. To me, the board, because he's still a Rangers player at heart anyway, they should... Um, take some wages off him for the incident with the shorts at the end of the day and maybe that'll loosen the deal a wee bit having been told that we're going to pay half his wages for the time that he's there which is £750,000 a year you know so it's to me I would dock some wages off him for that incident
2: I think George got a good point I mean he is a major player You can be on loan but you, you, that's your parent club and if they are paying a percentage of his, his wages which is seem to be the case then there's no doubt that uh, they, they could they then certainly Entitled to Find a player um
4: does <laughs> that, does that mean disrespectful that, to the club Does that mean that Carlos would Would take it to PFA And Fraser but I mean Fraser would, <laughs> Fraser would have kittens at that <laughs> Yeah but they, they could <laughs> Or take it to the Mexican PFA If he decides to To appeal it But no I agree It is, it is a fear, But it's totally disrespectful To your employer whether, whether you've enjoyed your time Whether you think you've been treated fairly or not If he's been paid all his money and time All his wages um, and he and he does that, which is a cheap start. And and you'd have thought, as I thought more of Pedro Cucina actually not allowing him to do that, or yeah, Pena so, would know, you know what? I wouldn't even. Yeah, but, but also yeah, if perfect.
2: it doesn't work out there, he's got to come back to Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's contracted, and 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 you know, I don't think he'd get a, as warm a welcome as uh, as he may have had when he first first arrived in the country. But listen, uh, you know, I think. F- You move on, as you say He's got to move on He's now back uh, um, uh, South America So let let him go on it Or Central America Which makes it good Then they they, they go on with it But I think Rangers Have got to look now About moving forward And trying to get That level of consistency Which will at least Secure them second place In the league
1: Uh, John, are you one of these fans That's got a wish list Out at this time of year Things that you would like To see happen We know that sometimes It's easier said than done But what are your thoughts on, On what should happen In the remainder of this window?
5: Well, I'd love to see Naismith back at the club. I mean, I know he left in certain circumstances and stuff like that, but certain fans will look past that at the end of the day, considering where we are in the league at the moment. You know what I mean? I think you could be with a player like that with his experience up front, even feeding off of Kenny Miller. You know what I mean? Kenny Miller will feed off of him because of the partnership in the past and stuff, so I think it would be great to get him back into the club. I know he's saying he'll play for free and stuff like that. I wouldn't expect that. You know, the board would pay him something anyway, but... It's good that he's making the comments And showing that he's willing to come back to the club Considering he has got other options open to him
2: So, If he's playing for free I'll give him a wee shout <laughs> I'm no, Delighted If you offer him a pound I'll give him a tenner No problem I'll give him a tenner No problem whatsoever
1: Fraser Wishart said at the weekend Being the union man that he is at Playing for free That is something he would have kittens at Mark like You, <laughs> <laughs> you oh just no, touched no, on
4: There's not, not a chance Any player would, would uh, Play for free in the current climate And, and nor should they Um I think at, at the moment um, there's more chance of, of Stephen nor his teammate Russell Martin ended up uh, ending up at Rangers but again I think they need to just free one or two positions off the wage bill Bruno Alves obviously being been the uh, the obvious one but if they can do something with Alves and move him on then Russell Martin is the number one name on the list and I believe that Russell Martin is keen to do it he really fancies the idea so if they can get that one over the line I like Russell Martin I think he's got a lot to offer
1: Now I did say we were opening this up To fans of all teams So why not get in touch Let us know 10 days into the transfer window How happy have you been With your team's business so far And what else would you like to see done Between now and the end of that window uh, Things have obviously been a bit quieter Celtic gym mm-hmm. um, Away in Dubai at the moment of course Marvin Comper was the early one Lewis Morgan in um, mm-hmm. And having headed back to St Mirren on loan you could also argue of course That having had such a strong domestic position Recently Celtic don't need to strengthen that much um, Should we take this um, What we've seen so far as evidence That they're taking their time Or perhaps that Brendan Rodgers Doesn't really intend to do too much This no, window I don't
2: think he intends to do too much And why should he? His team have got some exceptional players They're well covered They've also got some young players there Like Calvin Miller And Anthony Ralston And uh, you know young uh, uh, Johnson and, and, and things like that So they've got some good Young players as well And you've got to try And leave an opening For sometimes These young players uh, To develop uh, And you know In amongst I mean I thought Of course I want to look At the Dembele situation that's the one that You know it, I think you will have Plan plan B Up his sleeve There'll be somebody Sitting there waiting And if it's at the last minute That Dembele does go I'm sure Celtic will have a, a replacement In for him um, At the top level and I think that'll be the one I think unless them, If Dembele stays I don't think you'll see Too much business And as I said I, I don't really know why Why they would have to Because You know They've got embarrassment Of Richie's there already
4: Go along with that Mark? Yeah I mean I I, uh, I agree with with Jim Certainly on the youngsters. It's, it's important to try and leave Some kind of mm. pathway And offer some kind of Encouragement for your Your uh, your squads Underneath the main team But I think for Dembele Gordon, I get the feeling I know Brendan Rodgers Said today There's not been a bid Etc etc cetera. Et cetera. That's fair enough But I just get the feeling That there's a There's a pattern of the ways Coming I don't have a problem with it You know It was going to happen um, And if it is this month Then it might be the ideal time Because it just looks to me For whatever reason uh, As if Dembele's Just not quite um, On it the way he was uh, Last season And if Celtic can get 20 million quid Low 20s Which I think they will no problem. I mean, it's it's a hell of a lot of money for up here, but for down the road, that's what you pay for squad players. That's what Premier League clubs pay. I think that there'll be a bit of interest, a bit of interest in him, and uh, I have a feeling he'll he'll move on. You know,
1: Brendan Rodgers has been speaking. We'll look a bit more at some of the comments later on. But in terms of the benefits of these um, winter breaks, mm. Jim, I think the main thing Brendan Rodgers was saying over there in Dubai is that you know he hopes to recharge the batteries. Mm-hmm. I think that goes without saying. That, that mm-hmm. that's fairly obvious. But if you remember back to last year. When Brendan Rodgers took Celtic away to Dubai It did seem to give them a bit of a lift uh, yeah. After that And they kicked on ever so strongly Didn't they?
2: Yeah I think if we all went to Dubai For a week We'd give us a lift Do you know what I mean? So Of course it would You know They're, they're, they're not staying in caravans <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, it's, Of course that, that type of thing uh, Every player You know A bit of sunshine A bit of heat in the, the bones And you know and, and enjoy it And of course they're training And they maybe play the odd bounce game and things like that. But it's still very relaxed and it, it does give them a, a chance to switch off a little bit and, and get ready for the second half of the season. Um, you know, but I, I said b- before, for for me, Celtic, they've brought a couple of guys and OK, um, Lewis Morgan's been back to St Man. They may well bring in someone else. But I just don't see the rush, you know, um, to, to just go and just try and get someone. I mean, they've, they've got Zenit in the, the, the Europa League. You know, when I lose that, you know, it's not going to make a significant difference. I don't think to have one player or another player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next challenge will be for the Champions League qualifiers, which is in the summer, and I think that's that. That takes a little bit more time. Um, again, we, we spoke at young players, but like uh, Christopher Ayer as well, was has, has come mm-hmm. into the fold recently and done really well because people are talking about the the centre back position. Obviously, they've brought, um the, the the Martin was it Cromper uh, Comper and yep. as well, who's another centre back. So. I, I personally don't see them going out and making a, a, a host of signings. Perhaps maybe another one if Dembele does move on. Um, I'm, I'm with Mark. I don't think he's been firing on all cylinders, um, and I think he's maybe his agents in his head and, and that can be difficult. If he's agents in his head s- suggesting there's a lot of clubs there, then that can definitely play a part. One and particularly as a young player, some a young player, so he can be influenced.
1: Uh, We're going to hear from Nadir Chiefchi This might be one that interests Motherwell fans Celtic fans Maybe even Dundee United fans We're going to hear from him He's back in Scotland of course On loan at Fir Park Do you think he can Kickstart his career In Scotland We'll hear from him After the travel with
0: Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Ladbrokes.com Backing Scottish football All season long Please gamble responsibly
1: uh, Mark Weedy And Jim Duffy Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard I asked fans of all clubs Out there What have you made Of your team's business So far In the January window And what would you like To see happen Between now And the end of it Daniel Joseph's on Twitter He says I'd love to see Oliver McBurney From Swansea To partner Morelos Even if it's on loan So a couple of thoughts Coming in on that one We were talking about Celtic's trip to Dubai There just before Amber provided the travel For his gentleman. Uh, a bit of an update Coming out today Patrick Roberts um, has spoken to Celtic TV and some of the media out there basically saying you know he's on the road to recovery he's out there he's running I'm sure that will be um, good news to Celtic fans but it still does look as if it's going to be about March before we see him uh, in the first team gym so um, one that I'm not going to say we've forgotten about Patrick Roberts of Mm. course we've not but you remember the way Celtic fans reacted when he signed Mm. a real shame for him then of course that he got the injury so now targeting a, a comeback in the not too distant future
2: yeah, I mean, I think yeah, uh, I mean, outstanding talent, and uh, you know, a real crowd pleaser, uh, no doubt about it. Um, you know, and then, and then, unfortunately, that like, Johnny Hayes had waited, waited, gets a little chance, and then he unfortunately gets injured as well, so it uh, uh, left Celtic with the two, the two first team wingers, we we Forrest and Sinclair. And I, I, saw, I was a wee bit surprised when Lewis Morgan, uh, of course, at Man. Mern- were in control of that situation. They wanted him back, and a hundred percent, they they should have them back. But for the boy himself, he might have looked at that and thought, "Well, wait a minute. Two of the top players or two of the top wingers are injured. If I go there, I might get myself my, my chance, uh, myself a chance to establish myself or get in, get get some game time." I and mean, that might have been the case. But um, you know, yeah, as I mentioned, um, Celtic have still got some some talented young players there. Uh, and they've got players who can adapt as well, and and he can he can he move one or two around, but it does leave me a little bit short in those areas. Considering the fact that they had four, you know, now they've got two, so you know, I think that they can't afford too much too much more, uh, or too many more injuries in that in that specific area.
1: Now we're going to hear from Nadir Chiefchi, so I suppose the question really for Motherwell fans is: Is he the man to replace Louis Molt? Big boots to Phil, but he's certainly. Um, is talking a good game Signed again uh, Back up here in Scotland So he says he felt He, l- he felt lost at times During his, his time at Celtic But he hopes his lone move To Motherwell Can reignite his career The Turkic striker Joined up with his new teammates In Tenerife Not bad for some For their winter training camp And he insists that he's already Starting to feel at home
6: Yeah very good I mean Just came in And really uh, warm welcome From all the boys And the staff And the people around the club So uh, First impression was already Really good And it felt like a, like a home already, so just being in and it gives me already a good good feeling. So I think last last year January time it was last minutes of the transfer uh, window that just didn't go through through paperwork, and uh, you guys had a game at up at North Ross County, so it made it a bit difficult. And then obviously in the summer was a bit different as well. And now the third time uh, when the chance came, obviously early doors just grabbed it and. And now I'm here. bit difficult, hard, but a great lesson at the same time as well. I mean, you can look at it in a bad way if you look at it that way, but uh, you can't just hang about and think like everything goes against you. It's bad. Just take it on the chest and think it's a lesson, you know. I've, I've learned a lot in that two years that gone past without really playing much. Obviously, a half season, I went back to Turkey, played. had really enjoyed it. It was really good. And then, obviously, it started kind of getting a bit lost. But I learned a lot in this period uh, by... Tr- uh, trying to stay strong, try to be focused and when the opportunity comes to take it again and hopefully it will be here. Well, first and foremost, obviously I've been here with done United for two years and then a bit with Celtic mm-hmm. as well, so kind of know it already a little bit and the teams and etc. And played a lot of times against Modem as well, so it will be a good good place to, to, to kick on it as well. So you kind of know the league already, uh, a bit of the players, obviously uh, players coming in now, but you, you know the most of the things anyway, so hopefully... I can get kicking and get going again.
1: Motherwell fans this is probably one for you Can Nadir Chief Chibi be the man to replace Louis Moult Yes or no 01419511025 Perhaps there are some Celtic fans or Dundee United fans out there uh, Who want to add a bit of their expertise on this subject um, Mightywell86 on Twitter says I'm hoping Nadir's appointment to Motherwell helps both parties With a view to a permanent signing if all goes well And Davey Rebecca says Hope the loan deal works out I'm sure it will I think MFC need a creative midfield player or just that type Rather than the direct player in midfield to stop the lump up the park, um, Nadir Chiefi. We we hear words like enigma and stuff like that thrown about. It's one of those cliches, Mark, but certainly a player with talent who perhaps has not managed to show it quite so often in recent seasons.
4: Yeah, but he certainly be a a, a man that's and obviously I mean, he is a man, but he's, he's still only what twenty five. Twenty five. Yep. So you know he he's, he should have his best days in front of him. He was a handful at the United. Didn't work out at, at Celtic. You can blame all sorts. of Reasons um, for it But he's still got ability I think it'll be a good signing For Motherwell If he can get a few games Under his belt Get up to speed Try and find a bit of rhythm He is a handful He knows his way about uh, Our Premiership And I think he can do well Can he be um, A replacement That's going to just Fill the boots of Louis Moult I think that's a big ask Right away Gordon Because Louis Moult You know In the first half of the season Particularly that kind 10-12 game period He was exceptional Um, One of the best strikers uh, in the country, so to ask Nadir Chief to consider his stop start in kind the of past two years, I think we've asked a lot. But eventually, if he can get half a dozen games under his belt, find a bit of rhythm, then you know, seeing get into the final quarter of the season, then you could see Nadir Chief you, being a, a major asset to Millow?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think the jury's out in Nadir, and that, that, that's that's you uh, know, I mean, he's got to prove it now. I mean, it's okay talking it, and you know, he talks well and, and says the right things, but. You know, he said the last couple of years he's he's played uh, very little, uh, and he's really got to re-establish himself again. I think the the thing about Louis Moutad, Louis Moult had that kind of fear factor, the that player, the players playing against him, knew they would take a game they were in for not just the physicality, but they knew the goal threat and the quality he had. Uh, whereas Nadia chief she's got to then find that, and and that's he's going to have to take time to find that, and. Um, Mark's right in the sense when he was at Dundee United, he, did, he had a few games where you thought, "Wow, what a player this boy is!" But it was never consistent. And Celtic bought him on potential and and didn't quite realise that potential. And at 25 now is a time to fulfil that potential. You can't keep having a guy with potential at 25. So, he's if if if, if he's really got that experience and he's got that, if he says he's learned from from those experience, then this is a time to prove it. But he really, I think, this is his last chance to prove it at the top level.
1: It's just a, a, it, These people are always Going to be victims Of circumstance Mark Because it might be unfair To say right You're in to replace Louis Moult But that's also The reality of it And Motherwell fans Will just be desperate To see someone come in Who hits that type Of goal scoring form um, I know you, you mentioned To me off air You've been speaking To Chris Boyd About Curtis Main, The other striker That Motherwell have signed And perhaps not Quite as well known In these parts As Nadir Chief is but but yeah, Chris Boyd seems to think that he could do a turn up here as well.
4: Yeah, Chris certainly spoke uh, very highly um, of Cuttlesman. But you know, pardon, me, I, I don't know if Cuttlesman is an out and out number nine as Chief chief wants to be. So is it giving them options? Uh, it can also, you know, um, help the other guys at, at Motherwell. You know, Ryan and stuff like you know, try and bring themselves to the fore Again, you know, I think he was having a really good period as well. Like a lot of the Motherwell players, just happened to go off the boil. Um, probably in, the, in in the last kind of three or four weeks. Um, I think that's the thing. The Mark, about, the about,
2: sorry, to interrupt. Is is that it was a partnership. Bowman yeah. and Molt were a partnership, and Molt going actually affected Bowman. Uh, so it's it's not just one player that's been a you know yeah. mother will just take one player out and a guy slots in. So. Whether whether Bowman and Chief Chi Can be a partnership Or where, whether it's the, the new players That come in And you know But now Stevie's then Got to look at A, a different combination Because he likes the two strikers uh-huh. It was very successful For him in the first third Of the season And he, he's now looking to see If he can get the right balance Because you might get Chief as a good player But he doesn't suit Bowman And vice versa Whereas Bowman and Moult Suited each other They both took a share Of the of the work Bowman done majority of it But you know, they still complement each other They enjoy playing with each other Their physicality They put themselves about And
4: motored that wee bit extra quality I, When it came to finishing I remember Dan Jackson And, and, and Simon Dawley guys that worked with uh, Nadir at Dundee United And There was this conundrum When Lee Griffiths was doing so well And they said Why can't they play as a two Chief Chi And Griffiths together I think it was under Ronnie Dyla's time And um, You know, Dan had worked with him of course he's not. He's he's a loan, His best place is a lone striker as well. He said that you know as Griffiths likes to be too. So I don't know. Not unless he's he's adapted his his he's game or maybe, um, maybe Stephen Robinson is going to try a 423 on With just an out and out number nine and T behind. Who knows? I don't know. But I just remember him saying that Chief G at that time much preferred being a lone striker.
1: Greg is a Celtic fan. In Clyde Bank. Good evening, Greg. Hi how you doing? Yeah, not bad. You? Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Good. Your point tonight.
7: And My point tonight is it was about them belly and it's about this price tag that he's been labelled with. And I'm thinking, where where, where does this come from? What has he actually done? I mean, I'm, I'm a Celtic fan and I'm baffled because I'm thinking, eighteen million. What has he done? And how if players eighteen million, you've got to have done something. The boy's not done anything. And I'm thinking, how how, how do you get tagged for eighteen million? And yet get through a full season Barely Day Not in a game And still get tagged With 18 million Whereas If that was any other player They, they still wouldn't be getting touted For the, the same price and There's parts out there That's done far better mm-hmm. Than what Dembele's done And would get nowhere near yep. should, as, as it caused his Or something, <laughs>
2: Now, I think Greg you've got a you've got a good point, mate, in terms of, I don't I don't say he's done nothing, but I think that you, it's hard to evaluate players and you know, somebody puts a label on a player. One, he's playing for Celtic, he's played in the Champions League, he scored a bundle of goals last year, he's young, he's potent he's got potential. So in England in particular, Greg, they'll pay handsome money for potential. And as Mark said, for a squad player, you know, 15 to 20 million down there Is, is, is pretty much um, You know, a squad player You know, you very rarely I'm not saying you'll never get anybody that goes in automatically But a lot of the clubs down there But we're just talking about Louis Moult there. there's Louis Moult goes for Was it 300,000 or 400,000? Yep. Something like that And had an outstanding couple of seasons But he doesn't have the same reputation He's not playing for Celtic He's not playing the Champions League he's not. So, yeah, you're right It is hard to evaluate But I think that's the thing You can't put a value on players You can't say what this guys done because we could do that every time somebody gets sold you think how Do they, do they go for that amount of money that baffles you at times but that's the going rate for a for a, a striker um and that's i think what's the reason why i think that that kind of 20 million fees been been it's a kind of going rate for a a guy who scored a number of goals who has the physicality who can hold the ball off who, um, you know, can, as I say, there's a threat and has a lot more to find and a lot more to come. And I think that's the reason why um, he's got the £20 million. Tag. It, it
4: is also because he's, he's French and he's mm. scored goals at the highest level mm. for the French under 21 mm. team. And if you're on the periphery of breaking mm. into the top squad, then that does enhance your And the uh, experience your value. Of,
1: of the English Championship that's, as absolutely. well, because they obviously look, take look, notice of that.
4: But he is, a tw- whether you whether agree with it or not, in today's mm. current market value, um, I'd be very surprised if he sold for less than £20 million mm-hmm. uh,
1: Greg, is it possibly just because When you look at last season I mean, You, you said he's done nothing Which, by the way, is, is, is your opinion That's fine But scored a couple of goals That got Celtic to the Champions League Then once they got there He scored two against Man City I think he got another one, didn't he? Um, against Munchen Gladbach Hat-trick in, in big derby games up here and so on Is that not maybe part of it?
7: strikers in the past have played for Celtic scored goals in Champions League Never 18 million and all the rest of it. They've got a goal here, a goal there. Basically, what he's done, and then he's really done nothing.
2: Hmm. But it's just the market Greg That's the market yeah. now It's the mean, age as well it's, it's, isn't it like if, you if, you, if you look at Virgil van Dijk He's went there for £75 million yeah. now, Virgil van Dijk's a terrific player I'm he, not, He's I'm also not,
4: done nothing for the yeah. past four months <laughs> Virgil van <laughs>
2: yeah, Dijk yeah, yeah. But I'm not denying Virgil van Dijk's a, a terrific player He is a terrific player But, but is, he, s- is, he, 70, is he five or six yeah. times
1: the player he was when he yeah, was here? Of yeah. course he's not no. It's just the
2: market But The market has now been exaggerated the, the Neymar thing you know completely flipped on its head so everything has got uh, you know whatever 20 30 40% higher now than it would have been maybe a year a year and a half ago and and Dembele's one of those Without the, the 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 transfer market going crazy he might have been 10 to 12 million but it's went it's went through the roof so his his market values increased, similar to all the other players. It's also
4: as well if you look sorry if you look at the English Championship, the top teams that think they've got a chance to get up like, like your Aston Villas and. Well, other look at Wolves
1: today, linked with A yeah, player but, from AC Milan. Was at thirty two million yeah, pounds or so? They will
4: pay minimum. 15 million quid If they think they can get somebody That'll get them 20-20 goals I, mean, I think they've played a guy for Bristol City 17-18 million pounds yeah, Ross McCormack mm-hmm. 14 million mm-hmm. pounds 3-4 years ago Jordan Rhodes 12-13 mm-hmm. million pounds So if you look at it again At, at that And concerned he's been linked With Premiership clubs That's why I think He is a minimum 20 million pound player well,
1: Let me flip it on its head then Greg If you are a Celtic fan And you're obviously Not too convinced about Moussa Dembele Then what, what price would you be happy To let him go for During this window I don't
7: think he he would be any better than 5 million, to be honest, because he's, he's, what I'm trying to say is he's not done anything for, he like, light up the hair, even, even in a, a year, a years went by, he's not done anything. And then I'm just thinking to myself, how such 18 million just keep coming out? And I think it's something to do with the pundits, and I think it's, it's just Because you've been rang many a time, even about boys you said, wasn't it good enough, and then if on and proved that's to be good enough. Do you know what I mean? I know what maybe's right all
2: the time, I know that. I don't, I don't well, think the pundits Can get 20 million For a player I'd, mate, love, to think five, had, I'd love to think We had sure. that power That would be <laughs> incredible we it for Cut it, <laughs> It's just the market value That's the bottom line It's the ma- the current market Is if you look around Everywhere You know You get baffled Week in week out You look at a player Going for 30-40 million Here and there And you think How is that the case And and If Dembele's done Well up here He's got a load more to come And people will buy Potential And the, the 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 English clubs will tell you that they, I mean they, they're quite I mean I think it was uh, Berahino I think went for about fifteen million yeah, pound I think true. to Stoke and he hasn't scored a goal not one at all any mm-hmm. any he, he, you know he that whole thing with the you know the the going you know, away West Brom not turning up not playing and all this kind of stuff and you know but they still someone still paid fifteen million pounds as a punt because you thought wait a minute he's got potential but it, it didn't work out so then barely at fifteen to twenty million pounds or twenty million pounds. Is not a great risk for some of the clubs, do you
1: Okay, thanks to Greg and Clyde Bank. We're going to take more of your calls after we get the travel with Amber.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with ladbrooks.com. Download the app and score a tap in. Please gamble responsibly.
1: Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard remember after 7 o'clock we're getting back into things on our grassroots week we've had an enjoyable time Monday and Tuesday tonight we're going to be joined by former Comarnock and Dundee United winger Andy McLaren talking about his experiences of working in Glasgow's communities Uh, lots of tweets coming in as well as you would expect we're talking about various transfers, paddy's on. He says Celtic need to get a few wide men in to ease Sinclair and Forrest's load. Masonda for six months would help. And I like this one from Daniel just to put Jim on the spot. He says, mm. Ask Jim who's on his wish list. I'm a Morton fan. I think we need wide men. There mm. we are, Jim. There's always someone just giving you a wee bit of helpful advice in case yeah. you in case no, you hadn't thought about
2: that. I agree with him. I've been trying to get them for ages, but <laughs> like if the the top clubs and, and the other thing is that There's not that many out and out wingers I mean Andy played play away, But there's not that many out and out wingers now People call them inverted wingers now So they come in off the <laughs> flank And the fullbacks go They don't get too many That sit out there And get at the full back there, there are one or two around But they're, they're hard to find And uh, you know Years and years ago, of course It was quite common um, But now They're getting less and less and less And the ones that do quite well Like for instance The boy Jordan Jones Is doing well now yeah. Commander is getting you know, a lot of interested parties Is he an people, inverted winger? Yeah, because <laughs> he plays in the left and comes in comes in on his right foot and doesn't I'm not saying he never goes outside the full-back <laughs> but but again, it allows the space of the full-backs full to go and that's just the way the game has evolved so, yeah, of course it's even Celtic I mean, Sinclair comes in Tierney goes on outside you know, even Forrest doesn't always go to the byline now because, you know they they don't, they don't throw in crosses you know, they pull it back play little one-twos little give-and-goes there's a different style the game has evolved uh, but yeah, I agree. I would love to have. I've got young Scott Tiffany, who I think has got terrific talent, and is, is an is an out and out winger, gets out the field back. Um, he's still a teenager. He's still he still got a lot to go. But we've we've got high hopes for him. And if I could get another one in, absolutely. I've I've got, I don't disagree with that. Alec is a Celtic fan. He's on the phones. Hi, Alec. Hi, panel. How we doing? Not bad, thanks. Hi, hi, Gordon. Can I just
8: uh, say a wee get well to my mother? Uh, she's in the royal family with that Australian. Flu just at the moment So But she, she listens to To Radio Clyde So she does So she'll be listening to this well, now.
1: Get well soon Mrs Alec from Parkhead oh, Well go up, go up and
4: visit her Alec never mind we on here I'm up,
8: I'm up every I'm up every day <laughs> After no, I finish no, no. my graft uh, So uh, Right obviously Back to The important stuff <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: freezer, I'm glad you said that <laughs> Alec and not me Uh,
8: uh Oh, obviously, firstly your guy, the man greg i think he supports that, that wee team on the other side of the water definitely i'd like to check his credentials if he's a celtic fan that's for sure oh
1: is this because he's uh his assessment of musa dembélé you mean
8: i i mean i don't know where it, you know I mean where it comes from you know what so what if celtic get 18 or 20 million you know what i mean you know which is which is, which is deal with you know it's it's only for the better for celtic anyway Obviously, in the last in the last couple of transfer windows, it's been a case that you know Celtic can just hold on to the squad that we've got, uh, you know, but we haven't really needed to add to it. But I feel this one, obviously, with the Champions League uh, qualifiers coming up, and things like that, Brendan likes to get things done early. So I still feel as if you know, looking at the squad when we finished up, that you know we were starting to get a wee bit maybe predictable, obviously a bit tired, and I know that we've got this this windy, but I feel as if we need a wee injection, just a couple of faces, just to, to to freshen things up a wee bit, I've no doubt that, you know, what we've got, you know, to get a back-to-back treble, would be amazing, you know, we all know how it is hard, it's hard to get to get a treble just as itself, but to get a back-to-back treble, you know, that would just be something else, I feel that like we've got enough, in, the, in, in what we've got, but I, I think that, you know, if we could get a couple of faces in at, at the moment, just ready again, you know, I'd be more than delighted with that. What
2: positions, like Do you think you would look to send then?
8: I would like, obviously, we'll compare. I like the look. I would like to see the boy compare, and I like to look at Iya, hundred percent. Uh, Ralphson's going to be coming back because Lustick looks as if he was going to have to pace a wee But uh, so you know, I I think that the defense could look after itself now. I would like to maybe see. And I know it's hard And I know it's money I would like to see A proper number 10 I'd like to see a player A player pick a ball up And just And if like a switch See a pass
2: What well, about Rogic like, you know. Do you not think Rogic can do that?
8: I can do it But again I don't think it's I don't think it's All the time You know The boy you Don't get me wrong You know The boy is gifted But you know I would, some, some, I would like to see Forward Forward thinking players The boy lose Morgan I'm really excited Obviously, that he's signed for Celtic because, like you say, Jim, to try and get wingers, you know, they look gold dust. Mm-hmm. And see everything what I've heard, the what I've read, blah blah blah. The boy looks as if he's, he's got the ability. So, I, I, you know, and then I, I think a lot's going to depend on Dembele. If Dembele goes, I, I, I take it uh, Brendan will have somebody just ready to write, you know, a couple of options. But. Uh, yeah, I think the, the squad was just looking a wee bit, a wee bit jaded and a wee bit predictable just at the end.
1: there I suppose this goes back to what you said earlier, Jim. Understandably, you said, "Well, Celtic are a, a rather good team by mm-hmm. our country standards," so you don't see like, how or where they need to improve. But I suppose what Alec is perhaps saying there is, <laughs> is it not always better to, to strengthen from? You know, a position of power rather than being desperate to revamp the squad. Is this not? Is this not a good time? Is yeah, that another way of looking at it? I
2: don't think they had to revamp the squad. And sometimes you can you can just overcomplicate it. Sometimes you can overcrowd it. You know, if you've got players, as I said before, you've got, you know, you mentioned Anthony Nelson and said, you know, Michael Johnson, say Christopher Iyer, um, Calvin Miller, all these kind of young boys that are there. And you know, I think there has to be some aspect of leaving leaving possibilities for these boys to 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 play at times. Um, uh, and 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 in amongst the factors, they've got an embarrassment of riches, and and you know you've got Callum McGregor, you've got, you've got Rogich, Cham, Scott Brown, you know you've got so many. The one area, as I said If Dembele goes would be an out and out striker. Obviously you've got Griffiths, but you know uh, I know Edward Edward's come in, but there seems to be maybe a, a bit of scope in that area. But pretty much I think that's about the only one.
1: Uh, Robert's a Celtic fan. He wants to talk about Moussa Dembele. Hi, Robert.
9: Oh hi, how you doing? Yeah, I agree, with Alec, about. Is, uh, what that last Greg is on? He's never a Celtic fan in a hundred years. Um, if he had seen Dembele last season, and even in some parts this season, he was he was really fantastic. He's strong, he's fizzy He holds up the ball. He can back into defenders, hold them off. And this guy's still only what twenty, twenty-one. He's still growing. two, three years down the line, he'll move away. Maybe in a year or so from Celtic, but see further down the line, he's going to end up with a big team because he's only going to get better. His physique's going to going to get better. He's he's still growing, and um, he's been plagued, unfortunately, with quite a lot of niggly injuries uh, since he's been in Celtic, and they had a good few last year that kept him out a good bit, and the same this year. And you can notice when he's coming back this time, he's still a wee bit off the pace, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But He's just going to get better and better. And with the same scenario when Van Dyke was playing for Celtic, you know, oh, he was only a good player because he's playing up here. He's playing up, look what he's playing against here, etc., etc. et cetera. Well, he's went down south, he's excelled, and he's moved, he's moved further on. And mark my words, Dembele will do the, exactly the same.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think Dembele's got, got plenty to offer. I, I agree with you in terms of, uh, I think the when you look at him, I was at the uh, the old Sun game, a couple of weeks ago I And mean, when you see him It's almost as if he just Couldn't go Full pelt You know perhaps it was just a wee niggle In his own mind About his hamstrings And he's just Trying to protect himself um, A little bit I think that's part of the reason Why he's not been You know up to the same Kind of speed as he was Last season when he was Banging him in As Gordon told us you on the break You know 32 goals He scored last season But one thing I've been Interesting for me When he does move on And I think he'll go This window Not a certainty But I've just got a feeling He'll go this window Was this time last year It was Chelsea Man United DC Milan Clubs at that that were you know looking at them, scouting them, and they may well still be. I, I don't, I don't know, but at the moment it's like you know Brighton's, West Ham's. It's clubs that are maybe bottom eight that are looking to try and get themselves up the table and pull clear of the the, uh, the bottom three. So it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. You know, I think he's got the ability to go and join a top club, but for him, he might think well if, if he does have ambitions of being in the France squad for the summer. Uh, for the World Cup, he might he'll not get a game. He'll not start twenty games. Whereas if he goes to Brighton, the bottom mate, yeah, won't score goals here,
2: mate. <laughs> that's the bottom, the bottom, the bottom clubs for the, the Premiership. He won't uh, he won't score goals because they, they basically defend, you know, for seventy percent of the games. Whether it's West Ham, I, I don't, don't they think he would. I think, I think he'd he's, goals I think he's going to go to a team that's on the front. He's playing with a team in Scotland who attack every single game, yeah. who dominate every game. He goes to a team in England who are in the back foot. Who are defending Who have got one striker At the pitch Who's is sometimes isolated I can't I thought, see how he can Progress at that level I think he's got to play With a team Who play In a similar style To Celtic Maybe not quite The same And I, I think that That's a big decision He's going to make Going so to England for the money Of course And Celtic for the money But And I know it's in the Premiership And you might think Well if I get there And I do okay I can move on But it's different From a striker To no, a
4: defender One way I disagree with Jim Is because There's 10 involved In that relegation, really game So you're going to get games Between the end of the season Where you're playing against A lightness Where you all got opportunities Mm. To score
1: uh, Jim, you can actually just sit back because Twitter's doing all your uh, recruitment for yeah, you. Because course. earlier on, we heard mm. that you needed a wide man. You agreed, mm. and uh, Tony, who's a Celtic fan, says yeah. wouldn't mind seeing young Mikey Johnson out to Morton yeah. on loan to get him first team experience. He would tear <laughs> that league up. I reckon Jim Duffy would take that, wouldn't you?
2: <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, no disrespect to anybody anybody's going to tweet or anything like that, but I think you've a guess. I might have already inquired about Michael <laughs> no, Johnson. Oh, really? That's you know, is is an that really exclusive and for probably us. Probably most of the other players that will get suggested. <laughs> But uh there you know, you know, he's not he's not available to us and you know I tried to get him at the start of the season, I tried to get him midway through the season, I tried to get him again over the last couple of weeks, but Brendan said that he's <laughs> not available at this moment in time, and therefore that's the end of it there you have Tony, there's your answer. <laughs>
10: Beat the pundits with goals in the Scottish Sun. The SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday.
1: Andy McLaren has joined us in the studio He's going to be talking about his experiences Of trying to bring football to some of Glasgow's poorest communities This is our grassroots week of course So we're looking for you to get in touch in the second hour And give us all your thoughts and questions But before we do that Very important business on Beat the Pundit If you want to take part Take on Mark Guidi or Jim Duffy Mark Guidi's trying to get Andy McLaren to play He's shaking his head furiously If you want to take on Mark Guidi or Jim Duffy Now is the time to go and pick up the phone Dial 01419511 and you could play Beat the Pundit After the news
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Ladbrokes.com Bet and play And pull a result Out of the bag Please gamble responsibly
1: Mark Weedy and Jim Duffy Join me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Pleased to say we have now been joined uh, By Andy McLaren As we look towards day three Of our grassroots week We've had a look at schools football on Monday We had a look at some of the the boys club Stuff going on on last night's programme And tonight uh, we're going to tap into Andy's experiences of trying to take football uh, To some of Glasgow's poorest communities as well But before we do that Let's get some Beat the Pundit on the go
10: Beat the pundits with goals in the Scottish Sun. The SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday.
1: Okay, let's meet tonight's contestant. He's Ryan Mason, a Kilmarnock fan from Kilmarnock. Funnily enough, Ryan, how are you? Evening guys, how are you
8: very good, are these?
1: Not too bad. Are you well?
8: I'm well, thanks, yeah.
1: What is um Kilmarnock fan like yourself make of this transfer window. I'm sure you're hoping Stevie Clark can produce some gems like Malumbu, tap into his contacts book again and get some more of those types of players up here. Yeah, I've seen a
8: few different things like a and stuff, so you never know. It's a sort of wait and see window as as you've
1: been saying. Absolutely it is indeed. Well let's crack on with the reason for your call, Ryan beat the pundit. I'm gonna toss the coin. So heads it's Mark Guidi, Tails it is Jim Duffy. As Tails, you're going to be up against Morton manager Jim Duffy. So let's give him some Clyde 2 in his ear, make sure that he can't steal your answers. And we'll get the clock ready for you, Ryan. I'm sure you've heard it before. It's 30 seconds head to head. You can pass. Here is your chance to beat the pundit, Okay Yep. Okay let's do it. Which American state are Rangers currently in on a training break? Florida. Uh, Which English team have been cleared to sign Partick goalkeeper Jack Livesey? Pass. Uh, what was the final score in last night's match? Uh, 4-1. Yeah, Inverness Falkirk match?
8: Four-one.
1: Aberdeen have signed Chidibri Nakwalu from which English club? Manchester. Uh, where did Roy Keane play immediately before joining Manchester United? Northern Forest. How many clubs has Nadir Chief G now been on from Celtic on loan? Three. Uh, which country's new Hamilton signing? I'm going to have to give myself About ten minutes To pronounce this one I'll go over it again How ma- uh, Which <laughs> uh, How are we Right Which country Is New Hamilton signing Are you ready I found the question again Chrysovalantis, Corisonis I'm sure I've done it What country is he from I'm going to have guess In Greece Good guess right, Let's bring Jim Duffy <laughs> back Shall we
2: Jim Duffy Are you with us Oh we've got a boogie Wonderland there Enjoying that? that oh, up, up your street where you? Right, right on my street
1: uh, Same set of questions To you Jim Are you ready Yeah, You are Okay in which American state are Rangers currently Florida. in on a training break Which English team have been cleared to sign Partick goalkeeper oh, Jack Livesey I've seen that uh, What was the final score in last night's Inverness v for one match Inverness. Aberdeen have signed Chidibri Nakawali From which English Manchester club City. Where did Roy Keane play immediately before joining Man United Nottingham Forest How many clubs has Nadir Chief been on loan at while at Celtic Three uh, Which country is New Hamilton signing Chris Ovalantis Corazonis Greece. from and at which Scottish stadium
2: would you find the George Fox stand? Uh, hearts Okay Tynecastle. No.
1: How are you feeling about that, Ryan? Is it? It's, uh, he's done it's close, I think it's close uh, Let's go through them, shall we, bit by bit Easy starter Florida is obviously where Rangers are You both get that one correct Which English team have been cleared to sign part at goalkeeper Jack Livesey, Mark?
4: Oh, I'd, I'd Fleetwood or something. It's
1: Burton Albion. Uh, there we are. Uh, so none of you got that right. Still one all at the moment. It went to 2 all because last night's Inverness v Falkirk match. Love well, been a Falkirk fan, by the way. 6-1 at the weekend no. up there and Hammers yeah. 4-1 uh, last night. So you both got that <laughs> correct. So it's still all level. Chidibri Nakawali is from Man City to Aberdeen on loan. You both got that right. You both got Nottingham Forest uh, for Roy Keane. So it's all level. At the moment uh, And then on to the next one How many clubs Has Nadir Chief chief been on loan at While at Celtic It is four Technically If you include Motherwell But you both went for three So it doesn't really matter Whether uh, I give you it or <laughs> Who, not Who's it for? Plymouth Iskis Pogon. See these names tonight Honestly So, so, so there was two
2: Two Turkish clubs Is it? Yeah
1: there have been Two abroad and then Plymouth and and Murdoch Turkey, Poland, Plymouth and Murdoch Which country is New Hamilton signing Chrysovolantis Kosoronis from I think it was my pronunciation Obviously sold it to you that it was Greece You both got that right (laughs) Which means it was always going to come down to this last question You, Jim Duffy, are going to kick yourself I promise you at which Scottish stadium Would you find the George Fox stand Mark Weedy Across the, the road For
4: you to work
2: It's
1: else The heat of the battle mate. <laughs> What's that You're sitting staring at it but The, heat, the heat of the battle uh, So we're going to go On to the tiebreaker question Here's the way it's going to work Ryan I'm going to read The question out to you um, well, Is it. this
2: one of Andy's Tiebreakers yeah, oh, how, it, how, how many feet is it From yeah, you know, it's, it's, a spe- it's a special
1: tiebreaker It's a special tiebreaker Right Ryan I'm going to read The question out I'll get Jim to Write his answer down And then you give me Your answer when it. Tell you okie doke. No bother The question is this Including Glen Afton Who are the current holders Of the Scottish Junior Cup How many different teams Have won the trophy So Jim Duffy If you can write <laughs> your answer down In- Scottish Junior Cup Including Glen Afton Who are the current holders How many different teams Have won it Just take a guess yeah. Write it down Show me your answer Oh he's, he's taking his time Are no, you thinking no, about this Ryan he's- 23 Okay uh, Ryan 25 seconds Ryan what's your guess 23 I can't believe you just both went for the same answer. Somebody quit. I'll I'll
2: go for 25. Jim goes
1: for 25. Ryan goes for 23. Mark Greedy, care to take a guess? Oh, by the way, Mark Greedy says 62. The answer is 66. Mm-hmm. Nah, close of... Pip in and the tiebreaker yeah. it's a lottery as they say it Ryan it's, a like, it's right. like a penalty shootout uh, good man thanks to Ryan ah, exactly yeah. no guessing game Ryan did well there you both did well and it came down to the tiebreaker so anyway we've never had it before where you both say the same answer mm. that causes one or two difficulties mm. because you then just said two more and it means you were closer anyway yeah. let's move on shall we uh, yeah. as I said pleased to reintroduce to you Andy McLaren former Dundee United and Comarnock winger now you may remember and Scotland uh, Yeah exactly I was, I was going to mention that I was doing my research earlier um, In case anyone had forgotten uh, Andy was part of our grassroots week last year as well I can't believe that's been a year Where he spoke about his experiences in Glasgow's communities Andy your mission for the last couple of uh, years if you like Has been trying to provide affordable football or free football in fact As it's been to some of Glasgow's communities So what I'm looking for first of all is, is an update Has anything got better in the last year
11: Anything changed in, in the last year Since we spoke to you No prices just keep going up um, As I say we, we have these These discussions Every year And it's it, It's the same The same topics That come up You know Cost is is prohibitive uh, To the young people um, we, we speak about it all the time The pitches lie empty Most of the year and, uh, At night And um, Until something's done About that then there's, there's always going to be that
6: problem
1: Yeah because The the line that you delivered On this programme Last year And I've seen you say it In a couple of other places Since you know That we could be missing out On the next Kenny Dalgleish Because he's not got a five Or a week That's something that I didn't even have to look that up That, that stuck yeah, with me Because yeah. I remember you saying it It, it, it was really quite a, a, a powerful thing And quite Sort of depressing to hear really Isn't
2: it? Yeah um, Go along with that guys Yeah I mean Obviously I've known Andy a long time I know the, 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 the work he's he, He's done there as well But The this, this, Guys like him, are hitting the head of a brick wall Because it's time after time, year after year You know, you can only go so much You can only have so much enthusiasm for it And you need help, you need assistance And you need people to listen And do something about it And that's the government And, you know, we say all the time As soon as a footballer is in the news for something You know, naughty, should we say Oh, they're terrible role models Football's a role model, etc, cetera, etc cetera, But the amount of good yeah. That football brings to communities, to young people, not just health, the health issues, which is a huge um, issue just now. Um, you know, people wanting sugar bands and you know, drink fizzy drink bands and you know, burger bands and all these sort of things. But football helps with that confidence. The young a lot of young people now are involved with stress, depression, a lot of mental health issues. Football is a massive help. And these sort of aspects as well, giving you confidence. Giving I think on that stuff. as
11: well, Duff, what you're speaking about, uh, the friendships you make through football. Aye. I mean, I've known aye. Mark for, you, I've been aye. 10, I've known you aye. for 30, 40 years, yes, you man. know, and it's a, the friendships you build, not just, I, I, I still aye. know guys, that I played football yeah. with when I was 10 years old and are still friends, you know, so it's a social side it a as great. well, you know, for me it's, you know, I mean, I can go anywhere in Glasgow and you always bump into <laughs> somebody and you speak about football, you know, it's, an amount of, Relationships Have been built On the back of that as well You yeah. know I mean Most of your pals Is probably yeah. guys you, You've known through yeah, football, same
2: you know? football i mean I've still got The same pals I, 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 I grew up with you. And I think When you come from If you want to call it Working class areas always Andy's Castle Kassim All Mary Hill, <laughs> And I think That that stays with you But the thing is People can go on about You know When it, when it was You know You play football That's not the case anymore right. So let's not Let's not go back In time yeah, It's impossible not, To recreate that That's not going that, yep. to change But what Andy says Is there's, there are Hundreds of pitches now, you know, pl- plenty of hundreds of 3G pitches now everywhere, but everything has to be organised. I understand the world has changed, obviously, you know, from child protection agencies and all these kind of things. You can't just have a guy saying, like, let's have a, a group of kids here playing football. Evan's got to be a little bit safe and understand all the, the way it's changed. But in terms of actually the government's helping, uh, People trying to try facilitate that, try to look and say, well, where's all these empty buildings, empty facilities? What are they doing there? How can we know, get them filled with young kids, boys and girls taking part in active sport, not mm-hmm. just football, but active sport on a daily basis? But <laughs> I said before, for the simple thing is, they're there. We have the facilities, but we're not using them. That's like
4: cost prohibitive. It's a great point. you make, and Andy will probably ride the, the figure here. You're talking about just, i talk about football here. General exercise For Mm -hmm. children Mm -hmm. How how many million I don't know if it's the UK Or Scotland and You'll know the figure Does does the government spend Tackling obesity Mm -hmm. In in young people It's Um, tens of millions of pounds And they're
11: talking There's there's an obesity epidemic Ready to hit 2030 or something So we'll wait What we'll do in this country Is we'll wait to 2030 And then deal with it Rather than Deal with just now, you know, and and getting people more active and and the diet and, and all the stuff that we know you, you've got to do, you know. But you, you've got to be trained to do that. He's a yeah. youngster; you've yeah. got to be somebody's got to show you that and tell you that. And yeah. um, and, and as I say, there's this twenty thirty that they're talking. I think it's sixty percent or something. Yeah. Young yeah. people's going yeah. I to I think
4: be. As, as well, Andy. There's a point where if you take <laughs> primary school, and I've still got a daughter at primary school, and Duff's right. There's lots of great facilities now yeah. all around the country. And for me, when we're talking about something that's free, a, a, a service that should, should be delivered for kids, for well-being, for confidence yeah. levels, even if you're not academically bright, for for showing different skill, a different skill set you've got, and for tackling obesity, why do we not have full-time PE teachers in primary school? Why yeah. does each primary school in Scotland not have at least one proper PE teacher in all our schools? For me, and I've said this all the time, Ron, <laughs> I can't get my head round why primary schools don't set aside when we talk about obesity and all the different things set aside at least one hour a day for every kid mm. at primary school and properly given something I think, I to do
11: well, not Mark, I've 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 been in schools and I've, teachers are actually having to take pay themselves yeah. so you've got maybe some one hour a week or something yeah, landing, and it's a maximum, girl who's maybe 25, 30 who's Get a high heels on and try to take, try to take a PE class, you know. So I'm sure as some you of say, them do it
1: very well, by not, the way. No, but yes, they will.
11: Listen, get professionals in to do it. There's plenty. Uh, Jim spoke about it. The amount of ex players and, and guys out there who 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 did do a lot of good things in communities as well. You know, so you can get guys like that. I mean, seeing Scotland, ex professionals in Holland. You see it. They're always in about the clubs. The guys that have done re- really well at clubs. That they, they keep them in about the clubs yeah. and send them out into the communities and, and do it that way. I don't think we're good enough in Scotland yeah. to do so that. What, what's
1: the what's the harsh reality, Andy? Because see, if you look about, there are loads of loads of clubs that are, are doing really good things and <coughs> trying their absolute hardest to make football affordable. You yeah. know, and and doing all that they can to provide yeah. the facilities and the transport and the strips. I suppose the problem is though, even if you get that figure too. 25 30 pounds a month, which is affordable for a lot of people, yeah. it's also
11: not affordable for loads of people. So, yeah, probably half, half it probably cuts it in half, you know. Um, and we want to get more play, players playing. The more players you get playing, the more chance you've got to, to producing great players. That's why we always did years ago because everybody played, you know. So, you need to get more. Listen, it's a numbers game, isn't it? The more kids the you get playing football, the more chance you've got to getting one or two good ones. Uh, William is an Erskine. Hi, William.
12: Hi, Andy, Jim, I've had the pleasure of meeting both of you before, Wally Smith, Chairman of Hillwood.
1: Hi, Wally.
12: 51 years in this game, and I've never seen the state it's in at the minute, both in terms (laughs) of professional football, but more importantly to me, grassroots football. Here we have a situation, and Andy, you'll know what I'm talking about here. £10.3 million distributed amongst professional football clubs, and not a penny, not a penny towards grassroots football. It's appalling. We keep trying to fix our game from the top down when we should be fixing it from the bottom up. Yeah. We've produced great players. We've been fortunate in the club. You know Piso. Yeah. You know Alec McLeish. You yeah. know Kenny Burns. You know all these guys. Yeah. Ross McCormack. <laughs> we need financial support, and we're not getting it. And this, what the SFA should be ashamed of themselves. They keep talking a good story about grassroots football. They have no intention, and I have to say this, Jim, the professional clubs have no intention of contributing to grassroots football clubs either. In fact, Rule 10 of the SFA says that if a player leaves a boys' club, that boys' club, in compensation terms, is entitled to a tenner. Over the past 25 years since the introduction of the madness in pro-youth football, then rebranded because its credibility went down the pan to Club Academy Scotland. Clubs owe the SYFA member clubs hundreds of thousands of pounds in unpaid tenors. Now that tenor can make a big difference to a club. A big difference. I listened last night to the programme and there was actually a guy for a club said <laughs> something like they would have to main, it, it means test kids in some poor areas. Because they couldn't afford football. If my club came to the point where it couldn't help a kid without mean testing his family, after 51 years, I would say it's time to kiss it bye bye.
1: I suppose but the pro- oh, sorry, William. I was just going to ask Mark Guidi. there just times slightly getting away from me, uh, Mark. I suppose the problem is just in the interest of balance. Is we know that our clubs certainly don't have loads of money floating about, and our national association in a time when we're looking for a manager and talking about you know there is there is finite resources there. So. It's, it's all about trying to find The, the solution yeah. that pleases everyone Which is very very difficult
4: Yeah it is There's a difficult job for authorities To try and please everybody and, and you know The old saying Tick every box But just one thing that Willie said there I think is a, a great point And maybe we just tend to lose sight Of things because but There's maybe a uh, You know A degree of overcomplicating things In many walks of life In many businesses and sport But Fix a game from the bottom up yep. Not the other way down And I think that's a great phase That maybe he's just Lost on us sometimes And we maybe just lose sight Of,
3: of what's important
1: yep. Okay thanks to William In Erskine I know that Andy's in Giving us his expertise But that doesn't mean Jim and Mark are off the hook For the full time teaser We're going to get that And more of your calls After these
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With ladbrooks.com Backing Scottish football All season long Please gamble responsibly
1: Mark Weedy and Jim Duffy are here with me, Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard A special guest tonight is Andy McLaren As well giving us uh, his experiences Of trying to bring free Uh, Football to the communities Trying to make things a bit more affordable For those of us out there Who can't quite meet some of the costs involved With playing the game that we all love We do want to give these guys a full time teaser though As always Because I know lots of you like to play along at home If you're one of them Then listen up This one goes as follows Excluding players Currently at Celtic or Rangers Can you name the 10 players Who've played in an Old Firm Derby And an Edinburgh Derby Since the 04-05 season so not, not one of the more difficult ones we've had But I still think there are some tricky answers in there So excluding players currently at Celtic or Rangers So don't give me Scott Brown Don't give me Lee Wallace Can you name the 10 players Who've played in an Old Firm Derby And an Edinburgh Derby Since the 04-05 season?
4: Yeah, okay, that's a few okay.
1: Any just to kick us off One from each of you Kev- perhaps? Kevin Thompson Okay, Kevin Thompson Effie, Effie Ambrose do you know what Whoever sent this in Has missed him off his oh, list It's a bonus It's a bonus from Jim it's, void. Duffy. it's void It's, it's a bonus. void. I love it A bonus it's from Jim void. Duffy Who nah, sent it
2: in <laughs>
1: uh, I can't even remember I don't have the name written right. down I will find Chris it And Common. we will shame him
2: No Chris, I don't know if Chris No, no. He's know. not one Er
1: Andy McLaren, like I said, is with us. Andy, just reminders for, for those who perhaps missed um, when you were on the show last year or perhaps um, are just catching up on, on the, the way that we've been talking about things that are going on. How many kids then would you be helping a week previously, if, if you can put a figure on it? What was the, the sort yeah, of work um, that you were doing?
11: A couple of thousand uh, and and out schools. And, uh, and is this all across Glasgow? Right? Yes. Yes. Um, I've, it's nights. Um, the only nights we've been about would be the weekends. Um, so... Aye um, On an average week Probably about 2,000 at The time we were in schools And stuff as well um, And the thought process there being Give free
1: football Free dancing and so on So that they Have something to do Essentially as well
11: Yeah I always hate them I was one of their kids um, And if, if if I hadn't had Discovered football At a young age I, 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 I dread to think Where I'd have been You know And A lot of people um, I know were much the same You know It helped us Burn off energy And Listen I fell in love with it for a young age. Um, I think that's what a lot of young people don't do as much now. I think they they have this lifestyle. that They, that they want to acquire. You um, made you. I you see. I mean, uh, the, the nice cars and the watches and, and, and things like that. Whereas me as a young kid, I wanted to play at Hamden and Ibrooks and Parkhead, and that was my that was my dreams. Um, you know, to try and try and win things and maybe play for Scotland. And um, I was lucky enough to to, to kind of achieve a, a lot of them, you know. But that was. That was the thoughts I had as a kid. I, I didn't even thought of having a Ferrari or um, just as well. You no, know, no. I was into d you Jim McRae, a Ferrari, could you, you that for a Ferrari, Jaguar
1: day? <laughs> <laughs> But and, and speaking more generally, when I was I was looking up uh, today, it actually surprised me. That that's about ten years since since you brought the book out. Obviously, Mark Guidi, yeah, yeah. played a big part in that where you lifted the lid on, on some of your own personal struggles and demons and so on. How much of a, of an escape? Was football generally for you then, when when some of those difficult times?
11: Aye, that was my, um, that, that was my escape. Um, I could go into training and, um, and put a face on because that's i have done a lot of the time. You know, I would get in there and I'd I'd, I'd be Andy the Joker and, and and whatever you know, and I could forget about all the other stuff that was going on in my life. Um, go going to the football park and. and and I'm not, sometimes you would take stuff onto the way, you know, because you're human. Um, and I've seen people say, "Oh, once you go, there they forget everything." And, and some days you do, but some days you don't. Some days you're having a bad day, and um, something happens, and you react to it. And and and, and Duff says earlier on, people have got this uh, perception that oh, all players may do something bad that they're, they're all on you, you know, but they don't see there's a there's a person there as well. Um
2: the same faults and feelings. I know players obviously from being a manager now and also when I played that. A real issues with gambling And when they went into the match Because Andy said They didn't earn a lot of money So they're maybe earning Say 300 quid yeah. a week But they might have The 200 quid bonus To win So they're doubling their wages But the fact that They've got themselves Into that much debt that It became so important Not just to To win the game But to be selected Because when we played You only get the yeah. bonus If you were in the team Not hmm. if you played So all that hanging That impact So you get into that game With the tension Or the financial Concern Or you and that was just one game, you know, and, and if if you didn't play or you didn't win that game, that just exaggerated exactly so as Andy said you didn't kinda of just switch off and think, Oh well, when you're in the training, uh, you can just have a laugh with yeah. the guys and get on with it. because that can say that worry was there a and burden. You, might, you know, a burden there and you how can you possibly go and play with freedom and expression when you've got that one yes. And that, 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 that's quite common In football that's, that's, not, that's not an uncommon thing In football It's
11: a big thing now It's getting spoke about More and more The mental side of it mm-hmm. um, And I think that's a massive thing I think clubs yeah. are, are, are Getting a, a wee bit better At it You know I think there's, there's still a, a, a hell of a long way to go um On, on that side of it But um, That's something that, that, that needs more um Certainly, attention. Our, our attention as well. Uh,
1: I'm yeah. going to take another call in a second. Uh, Jim, sorry to do this to <laughs> you, but you can take back your criticism. And I'm going to rob Jim Doffy of this one. Celtic Trends has tweeted and he says Effie never played in a Glasgow derby. That's there right. we are. I That's just good. assumed no you, you you both looked at me as if it must be on <sighs> no. there, and I panicked oh, under the pressure. Horrible. It was just a name oh, thrown in. Well, oof. there we are. Absolutely. So plenty more to come on there. Patricia's and Milton. Hi, Patricia. Hi there. Hiya. How
13: are you? I'm fine, how are you? Yeah, not bad, thanks. What's
1: on your mind tonight?
13: Um just phoning in, just uh, following up the aunt, what Andy's saying, Mabby Boy actually goes to the football. Um, he's been going to it for the past couple of years. He started off in the gymnastics class in Milton, um and now he goes to the football camp that they run um throughout the school holidays. Um it's totally changed Mabby Boy. Um he was where, he's only seven, um he was five when he started. Um, he was quite withdrawn didn't mix very well didn't really have any friends and knew the football camp is all he lives for he absolutely loves it and as soon as he finds out that he's off school um, he asks is, is the football camp on um, they do a fantastic job with kids all over Glasgow <laughs> Um, and they're just they're brilliant.
1: And Patricia, I, I hope you don't mind me putting you on the spot here. Yeah. So I won't, I won't ask it too directly, but th- do you, or, or perhaps the people that you know, the other parents involved uh, with similar children, is it the case then that, that this is is a must because the cost of playing organised football is, is simply too much?
13: It is. I work. I work part time. Um, and looking into some of the clubs that let's have any player to go, um, they're just too expensive. Um, you know yourself you need the price of taking a kid out anywhere, um, just now. Um, especially if you've got a couple of kids, parents really, really struggle. Um and I found it very difficult to try and get Blair into clubs. Um in fact when he went to the gymnastics club he went um he absolutely loved that. It he was the only boy that was there, um and it was all free. Um and then he progressed on and he started going to the football but I could Never really, I couldn't afford to pay some of the the prices that a lot of the football clubs, especially, charge for kids to um, to go to. Um, and they run A and M run those camps during the the <coughs> Easter holidays, the summer holidays, and it's free. Um, they they give the kids water, the lunch, they give them absolutely them, They even give them prizes. Uh, football, in fact, A um, and M actually gave Blair a Perry's very first football boots. So they did that, um, and it. it it's just an amazing job that they do with with all these kids. I've been up at the camp um, uh, uh, during the holidays. Sometimes I've been up to to see Blair, and the amount of kids is that that's there is unbelievable. And the coaches are absolutely fantastic with them Blair um, is obsessed with some of them. He draws some pictures. Um, mm-hmm. It's all he gets on about. Um, mm-hmm. When he comes back, it, they just
11: do an amazing job for these kids. I'd I, I see on that. I remember the first day that Blair came and he was a wee shy boy. And was. I was driving Aye. the bus and, and, and I took him on. And then a couple of days later, we go up my wee strap And then Aye. you see him now and his first one at the bus. I I that. I mean, that's <laughs> two years, you know. Two it's it's such sure a difference, you know. And, and that's just. People think it's just a game of football, you know, but it's, no, it's, it's so much it, more
13: No, it's just a, a, a family up there that yeah. I feel, but Blair, is, as Andy, you know, but I couldn't get Blair to go anywhere. He wouldn't go to school discos. Um, he wouldn't go to fancy like, bedclubs. Don't ben worry, you <laughs> a couple of years. <laughs> no, it's all he goes on about. He he, I don't even get a wave when he's been on the A&M bus. <laughs> uh, that
1: was Patricia Milton there, and I think that's something that... that That's all the the sort of proof you need, Jim Because, by the way, like I said I I am very much aware of the fact That there are boys clubs out there And initiatives who are doing As much as they possibly can To keep the cost down Let's be be in no doubt about that But Patricia's saying Regardless, she she still can't afford it And that's just the reality all
2: the boys clubs or the, the girls clubs everybody that that, that helps young people to be everything. active is doing an unbelievable job absolutely and most of them have to do it by self fundraising yeah. yeah, volunteering you know whether it's a wee race night or a wee fundraising night whatever it happens to be and the, you know there's so many people contribute so whoever helps young people to become active to me deserves an enormous amount of credit what Andy and 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 his uh, situation as he takes what he's got and gives them it free, and they don't always have to be the best football yeah. or the or the most you know athletic or anything like that. It's just about as as Patricia said there, the confidence that her wee boys got, the change mm-hmm. in them, you know, the, the the excitement, you know, when we all think back to when we were kids and we get something excited, it, yeah. it was brilliant. And and that to me, if anyone from government is listening, please listen to <laughs> Patricia and what her. You know her story because that is really what it's all about. And if, if, if that, you know, doesn't grab someone and and give them a really good shake and say this is what has to be done here, then there's something sadly missing we in the ha- country. We had the sports
4: minister on last year. Yeah, um, yeah but I, I was um, on that programme. Yeah, it's never a clue? You, yeah, you were you were on. and through and after it. Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, as in you know, sometimes without singing out, people and has got difficult jobs to do, but it, it's just as all. For me, there's too much of just paying lip service to things rather than actually going out and making things happen.
1: Uh, Andy, because interestingly enough, it's not often this programme eh, gets a, a mention in Scottish Parliament. And I remember a couple of days after you were on, someone actually did, they raised it and mentioned that they had yeah. heard you on here and, and raised Andy, the point... Used it
11: to have a go at the, uh, the, the, uh, the
1: other side. The, the, so uh, uh, I was, uh, was, was going to say, I, I, I take it nothing ever came of that. I went
11: through, I actually went through and... I've been through a few times and as Mark says... It, the, for me, to pay-up service. I you miss know, s- statement you'll go the through three. there, and they'll say it's great like, what you're doing, but mm-hmm. n- nothing really came in the back yet, If I'm, I'm perfect honest.
1: Okay, let's stay on the phone line. Simon is in Jordan Hill. Hi, Simon.
14: Hi. How are you doing? Not bad, you. Yeah, all good. All good. Uh, a very interesting conversation. I've worked in the SFA and the politics of sport as well, and I work in the Housing Association so G Homes, who offer free football. Uh, Robert Docherty is the guy in charge there. So we're very much supporting what Andy does. You know, and the reality in schools is that, you know, teachers do not have the time to deliver PE. Uh, that was a point that was raised earlier. There's not the quality of PE getting delivered in schools anymore. So, and the other thing is, you know, it's not a government priority. That's for sure. And there is, you know, little action Um Adam the Google on last night who talked a lot of sense but where's the government funding to support ring fence money to deliver you know effective local football development plans
4: I, 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 think, I think that you see should. in that point where you're saying that, that quality PE is not delivered Simon and I agree with you at, at primary school level and it should be, now I know I'm just going to absolutely simplify things here but if you to go and find 250,000 PE teachers or ex sports people whether it be you know ex women sure. sports people male sports um people and you gave them for example 20000 pounds there's 450 000 uh, 4.5 million million pounds yeah. a year now that surely goodness we, we can find that from oh, from, bang, from someone on. you know
14: there's no honesty really i tell you um because training in terms of the you know training the p teachers it's non-existent You know, that's the reality. So when it comes to delivering the curriculum for excellence, these young teachers are not... Trained in physical education so that was Andy's point earlier on so it's not their fault yeah,
4: I'm no, not, trained no, no, no. On it. not having it's a go at the current no, teachers but yeah. I'm saying proper you know it should be it should be no, i just heart. tick a box to, yeah, it's, it, and it's great. not fair on them yeah. they're, they're not there a, but but if they've, if got they've got to tick this box <laughs> an hour a week or whatever it is <laughs> it's a nonsense it should be a proper part
2: of the school curriculum yeah. Yeah. the other thing is if I mean most psychologists and I'll tell you if you are active if you're healthy active that stimulates your brain so it actually helps you Academically as yeah. well So And it helps you You know Your mental health You know You feel more confident You're more you more energy All these sort of things Make you If So if you're doing exercise On a regular basis But You know When you look at a, a school And whatever many hours are in So for in 36 hours They'll maybe do One hour On On sport activity mm-hmm. and, and it's And it's very light yeah. So You know You, you just You say multiply By whatever amount You can possibly do But as you say You need the right people in and as I said They'll spend As Andy said They'll look at 20, 30 Of other arms a week Come up And they'll say Oh by the way We've got a, an obesity crisis here That is costing the NHS Billions, billions of pounds yeah. So rather than spend Four or five million now yeah. To sort it As well I said earlier on About the grassroots Start at the bottom and Rather than sort the problem Before it gets there yeah. Prevention mm-hmm. rather than cure yeah. They're just turning a blind eye yeah.
1: Thank you to Simon and Jordan Hill For his thoughts How are you getting on With this teaser It was sent in by Robert Lyons I've looked it up <laughs> So that we can call him out Because he's missed one out But anyway on on.
2: Kevin Thompson you said didn't you I've yep. got, got Stephen Thompson Presley one.
1: Stephen Presley's another yep. uh, Ian Black
4: Nope. No. Uh I'll give two two easy okay. ones. Stephen Whitaker, Gary Caldwell. Yes. And Kyle um, Laverty.
1: Yes. That's the one that Robert Lyons has missed out and well, I've, ri- Kyle I've written I've Kyle written Laverty. it down as a wee oh, bonus Lord. for
4: you. Yep. Here's two I'll throw in. Mm-hmm. Chris Killen. That's what I'm got. Nope. No. He's not one, Nope. Ulrich Lawson? Nope. <sighs> Andy Webster. No. Oh yeah <sighs> I Nope. Not to, uh, okay,
1: we'll get not the answers to the full-time came. teaser. No, after these. Did that
0: no? Clyde1 Super Scoreboard with ladbrooks.com Download the app and score a tap in. Please gamble responsibly.
1: Into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy here with me Gordon Duncan and of course joined by Andy McLaren on day 3 of our Grassroots Football Week Lots of interesting stuff to come throughout the rest of the week By the way taking a closer look uh, At some of the the professional side of it The club academy system, performance schools And the rest of it so I'm sure uh, many of you will be Interested in what you have to hear Uh, Robert Lyon sent this teaser in For you so you can blame him if there's any problems With it, we're looking for the 11 I I did edit it slightly so it's not all the Robert. Yeah. Uh, we're looking for the 11 players Who've played in an Old Firm derby And an Edinburgh derby Since the 04-05 season Excluding players currently at Celtic or Rangers So before the break I think you gave me Kevin Thompson Gary Caldwell Stephen Presley Stephen Whittaker Any more at the moment? Kyle Lafferty Yep we had that so one. one. Yep, sorry, five
4: yep. And we've got Anthony Stokes And Paul's mm-hmm. got one oh, Derek,
2: Derek Ryden
4: Yes Bartley Hartley, I Yeah, and yeah, he up with Paul Hartley That's so, right, okay Eight, so I've got three to go I thought Liam Miller was one No, you've got three to go All Marisol Joukis, right. not Nope
1: Okay, uh, let's get back to the phone lines uh, Let's speak to Elaine in East Kilbride. Hi Elaine
10: Hi there, um, first time caller
1: <laughs> oh, What made you call <laughs> up tonight Elaine?
10: Um, it's just really interesting conversation um, About football My husband and my son will think this is hilarious After the complaining I heard about Talking about football in their house. <laughs> Now I'm on talking
1: about Well now's your um, chance Show them you're being them them what you're doing. talking about Elaine Go on
10: I just think What you said You know about Kids can't get out in the street anymore And we shouldn't look back The way And you know Things need to be More organised And you know Checks and all that But i said to your um, Caller You know My husband helps In two football teams And I'm there at the background Doing accounts <laughs> And bookings And all the rest of it But all those things Do put people off yeah. You know, I know you're saying we shouldn't look at the the new things that need to be done, but they're the things that I think stop volunteers from yeah. helping. I mean you know, it, dads just want to come along and kick a ball about. It. Yeah. They don't want to go to a a sports affiliation meeting. And
11: the yeah, F- the F- amount of red tape F- is ridiculous F- as well. In, fair, uh,
1: in fairness, though, Jim, that's yeah, a difficult yeah. one because. We also would hate to live in an age where certain safeguards weren't in place, and we've seen yeah. numerous examples of why that yeah. why that has to be the case. So, yeah. listen, I sympathise with Elaine. It might well be frustrating, but sometimes these things are necessary, aren't
2: they? Yeah, but uh, Elaine, Elaine's a really good point. That they're volunteering, her, yeah. and her husband, and they're desperate to you know get other kids and other parents and that involved. But it's it's, it's the, the the world we live in. I mean. You know yeah, it's, it's unavoidable a, that, yeah, has whether to it's be. a community club. I mean, uh, you know, we we uh, at Morton and Earl Level, um, you know, we we the, the club won the, the award Is the best kind of local community, community club last, yeah, last, last it, yeah. season, stuff like that. But everything has to be checked, as Andy says. Okay, for a professional club, that's not a huge issue in terms of the logistics of it. But for for boys' clubs yeah. and for local clubs and for and for people who just want to volunteer, yeah. yes, as uh, you know, it can stop people, as Elaine said. It can it can hinder people from volunteering because, you know, everyone says, "Well, have you been checked? Have you done the, you, you know the the, the or, or the background? And not not many checked. people would
1: like to send their disclosure. children into an environment yeah, that didn't have that." And it's
11: not even all that stuff. It's just mm-hmm. the, the other paperwork, the paperwork and the yeah. organizing games mm-hmm. and and everything. It's a big big undertaking for yeah. people, you know. And I don't, th- I think people don't realise how much it is to to run a club or to run a boys club, you know, you've got to phone everybody on a Friday and you've got to, you know, so it's a big, big commitment. So anybody that does it does fantastic, Uh, you know, because it is a big, you know, I I know how difficult it can be, time commitment and then you maybe organising training a couple of nights a week and finding out how many numbers you're Mm. going to, I mean, the same kind of problem. But, you know, that's, you know, these people put in so much work, you know, and it's, but, so but the thing him.
2: is, Gordon, if you think of something simple like so it's winter just now, right? So say for talking sake, Andy's taking a, a session with, with young kids, and at the end of the night he's finishing it, whatever, say nine yeah. o'clock, and there's a couple of kids standing outside waiting. The mum and dad's coming to pick them up or waiting to a bus take, or whatever it is, and Andy's driving past Their house, he can't pick those kids no. up and say, Listen, jump my drop these off. Mm. And of course, we would all do that. But you're not allowed, so therefore that that, that does <laughs> impact on some people because They've got fantastic intentions. they have got all the great will, but unfortunately, that that's nothing to do with Andy Some, and anybody else. This is the this is the, the, the world, and this is the rules and, and regulations. We have to we have to work on something.
1: That. I'd like to tap into Jim just quickly. Well, we've got you because you mentioned, and that was something that I had in the back of my mind. Morton um, been highly praised for their work yeah. in the community, and um, because that's another thing as well that that sort of um, bridge between community and and the clubs that, yes. that sit within those communities. What type of things then d- does that involve? Do you have a personal involvement Is it about sending yeah. the players out Into the local community Is it about yeah. getting communities
2: in Well uh, Obviously the community The community guys Brian McLaughlin And all the guys that are, that are there A phenomenal job But what they do Is not just football Of course they have soccer camps And summer camps And school When the school holidays And when they, and they get to play at Capo They come in and, and for kids As Andy says earlier on You get that excitement it's not Hamden, it's not, but it's been local yes. for for the kids in Greenock, know that, in Port Glasgow and in Inverclyde. They love it. They come in. But you've also you've also got um, you know he- helping people to get back into employment, helping people with education, fitness. They've got a fitness program down there for adults as well. You know that come round and walk round the, the terraces and do things. Um, you know we we give them certificates and encouragement. We had the Christmas um, lunches there. For a lot of the, the, the local uh, people to come in it couldn't afford it and things like that, you know. So, so there's many different aspects of a, of a community club that try to
11: help a lot of them uh, within are doing the area. Stuff on the mental health as well. Yeah. That's a big thing for a lot of them as yeah. well because the, 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 the good effect that, that football can yeah. have on, on people's mental health uh, as well. A lot of clubs are are big on that as well. Yep. Right,
1: let me bring in one last caller, try and squeeze one in. Eddie is in Colburn. Hi, Eddie. How are you going? Sorry. Yeah, good. You? No bad, thanks. What's on your mind
15: tonight, uh, guys? I to heard you last day last year when Andy was on, and I spoke to Andy. I actually phoned you, and you give me a link up with Andy and an update. Springburn and met Andy, and
11: mm-hmm. I watched where yeah. the
15: boys were training. I don't know if he remembers me. Yeah, uh, I was in Australia playing standard professional football. I was also involved in the old firm as a community coach, mate. And I'm not going to lambast either of them, but when I was there, mate, I just felt that was the uh, kids were coming in. We were doing it on a Sunday and they were being charged a certain amount of money and they were getting a wee strip but they were never going to make it, mate. You know what I mean? And uh, I feel that the money that's coming in the with the SFA for grassroots football, I'm involved in junior football and amateur football in mate and even for us to try to get a park on a Saturday and the cost of it, if the weather's bad to get a 3G or 4G park is terrible. Now, going back to what I was saying regarding the, the kids, I believe a levy should be set up. A lot of the clubs get money off of uh, Celtic and Rangers if they're in Europe and they get a to cut their money. Why not send some of that money back to the grassroots level? Well,
1: that's a difficulty, Mark, because we know that there's a Various things going on at the moment. We talk about Project Brave and um, club academies getting restructured and so on. So, I think what we do always have to acknowledge is our clubs don't have a lot of money yeah, either, no, and the, neither does the National Association. But, so, there's no easy fix no, to this. Th- that's there's the, not,
4: we, the, the problem is, we don't have a lot of money. I mean, you look at it, people saying, Give it, get his goal nine, goal line technology because of what happened in the, the Edinburgh Derby a couple of weeks ago. Get his VAR, let's have this for it, and you know, let's sort grassroots. Listen, our game's got so many things that need to be tackled, it's impossible. And I always think the easy thing is to blame the authorities. Well, it's SFA's fault, it's SPFL's fault. It's not. You know, it's not. They're just part of the thing that tried to to fix it. But I do think, and I'd love to see our local authorities and our government through Hollywood,
11: not just football, but sport yep. in general for our young people. I think there is money there, but it's, it's no getting spent. Proper Well my opinion It's not getting spent properly You know I think we, we could do a lot more With the money That, that we have got
1: yeah. uh, Okay thank you to Eddie and Cole Burn and Elaine There from East Bride as well I think that'll probably be The last couple of callers Of the evening I'm just looking at that clock I think it certainly got, will I've be got one. I've got um, one, Oh, on the teaser So mm. this was sent in by Robert Lyons We're looking for the 11 It was players Who are not currently At Celtic or Rangers But have played in an Old Firm derby And an Edinburgh derby Since 2004-2005 Craig Beattie Yes So you've got and two to get
4: I do think I, I remember Ian Black Playing for Rangers Against Celtic
1: Okay I will pass it on To Robert Lyons and As, as <laughs> a one at a Right out
4: of left field Mark Brown the goalie Nope That's another one That's come in on Twitter Did you
2: see Anthony Stokes?
1: Yeah, yeah we've got, we've got, got Kevin Kyle never did. You, I'll tell you Kevin The one the two we're looking for I'll give you a bit of a clue Stephen Smith One is at No he's hmm. at you know Hibs at the moment There's another one At Hibs at the moment That's previously played For Rangers you're looking at me as if he doesn't exist But it does Don't you worry got We've got I've him got, I've got Stephen Whittaker Paul. Where would you find Stephen Whittaker on the pitch? Right back oh, and If you looked a in a wee bit, Im- If you looked half, in just a wee bit Central half Mm-hmm. And he's right Darren McGregor, oh, Darren, McGregor, Darren, McGregor. Darren
4: McGregor Darren McGregor Great shout
1: And finally one who went on to manage in Scotland's lower leagues Jim I'm sure Probably came up against him and recent years in fact he you're
2: to say I manager Lord mind your load leagues, you, <laughs> no no in recent years
1: <laughs> in fact I don't oh. think this did overlap but he would have been a big rival of yours
2: oh I don't know you're, you're, you're very cryptic with your clues Gordon former St Mirren manager Alec Ray? nope former Dumbarton manager Daniel Lennon Oh Ian no, Murray Ian Murray, Murray. No, Ian Murray. Yeah. I actually had them as a player when I was in at Norwich Okay in thank Norwich. you to Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy for Black's joining me one.
1: Gordon Duncan <laughs> on tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard uh, Hopefully we managed to answer as many of your calls as possible but we appreciate some of you couldn't get through so we do apologise for that Do join us tomorrow night Thursday night's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard As always I'll be joined by Mark Wilson and Gordon DL as part of our Grassroots Week tomorrow something I'm sure you'll find very interesting We're going to be joined live in the studio by Hamilton Aki's midfielder Greg Doherty and we're going to speak to Rangers head of their academy Craig Mulholland as well that's from 6 o'clock with Gordon DL and Mark Wilson
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with ladbrooks.com. Bet and play and pull a result out of the bag Please gamble responsibly